I was trying to deal I was trying to cope I was losing my grip at the end of my rope You say you only did What you had to do So I spent my time doing that too So I just stayed drunk I just stayed stoned I'd rather die young than to grow old alone I tried staying hammered Cause I'd rather be high Then spend one more day Just getting by Just getting by I heard through the grapevine You found someone else Tried to pick myself up, but that all went to hell. Me and the good Lord went our separate ways. Then I'd hit my knees when I fell on my face. I cursed like a sailor. Like a saint, I quickly turn into somebody I ain't. I lost my way about every night, killed a whole lot of years just getting by. I live like a devil I love like a whore I was trying to quit And begging for more I'm telling the truth How to live in a life If I get up I ain't getting back I'm done getting back So, just getting by. Yeah. When I was starting to record like this album, my producer and best friend, Paul Compton, he's like, man, you know, if you're going to do this record, you're going to have to be vulnerable. I wrote that song that day by myself, and it was uh, just kind of about the hole that I was in and 
couldn't wait to get out of. You know, we recorded it. The amazing Savannah Conley, who's on Atlantic Records, she sang on it with me. Moving on, it's changed a lot of lives, and people that's heard this album and people that's kind of been where I've been, that's the one they all go to, and they're like, man, that song kills me, and it's almost too painful for me to hear. It was really painful for me to write, you know, because that's probably the most vulnerable that I've ever been as a writer. You know, to say, I live like a devil and I love like a whore. And a lot of people ask me, they're like, well, what does that mean? And uh, it just means that I didn't feel anything. That line, love like a whore, it just means that I didn't feel anything for anybody. So it's like just a time in my life that I'm not proud of, but I think it's our job as writers to not only write about the stuff that, uh, you know, that's easy to write about, about falling in love, about doing this. It's also to write about those times in our lives when we're down at the bottom and we're uh, down at the lowest depths that we can get to because there's other people there. And so my hope was with this song that when they heard that to go, okay, there's somebody else there. And so anybody that follows me, that's my fans, they know it's a happy ending. You know, that that was just a a phase in my life where I was just getting by. So that's why I'm really proud of that song. Talks a lot about drinking and drugging. Right. You know, I don't know if I've ever had a drug problem. And uh, I'm not an alcoholic, you know. I like to drink, you know. But uh, the stone... It was a great rhyme, but uh, it was also, you know, during during that time, it was, uh, you know, after going through a divorce or and I had like five or six deaths in my family at the same time, I definitely was drinking a lot more than I usually do. You know, it's definitely talking about subjects that I'm not necessarily very proud of, but it is also very real. So it's like, I'm not going to deny anything I did at any point in my life because, you know, it's just part of my life. Thank goodness I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm very happy. Everything's good. And, uh, you know, I hope that happens. But it's like, I think it's our jobs as writers to cover the spectrum of what life is. So how long does it take you to write? I wrote it in about 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Uh-huh. So you had the song idea? No, you know what? This one, I just uh, sat down, started from the first note, and it was almost real time. You know, I wrote it from the first line to the last line, and one of those that fell out. The music and, fell out. Yeah, uh, music and lyrics. No, at the same time. It's basically the same time. It was all Paul saying, look, if you're going to do this album, you've got to be vulnerable. And so I just sat down and let myself be vulnerable and basically told my story at that point. So you write it and then you say, this is great. You know what? I didn't know if it was great because, you know, a lot of people here and it's like probably pretty dark for most people, but I knew it was real. I knew I'd prick my finger and bled on paper 
and I knew it was me. So it kind of became like, other than moving on, like the cornerstone of this whole project, it was like, you know, this is something that I can say because I went through it. It's honest. I, I knew like my heroes, like John Prine and, uh, Christofferson and those guys would definitely do something like that where like a mainstream artist wouldn't touch that for with a 10 foot pole because you know they don't want anything negative but you know negative is also a reality in people's lives so it's like I just wanted the whole album to be like a, a whole spectrum between people that's been through hell and ended up coming out of it. It kind of reminds me of late Johnny Cash, too. Yeah. Well, thank you, man. Johnny was a huge influence on me and uh, Don Williams and uh, those cats, you know, Tom Petty. Were you feeling that, that it was from those kind of influences at all? Or did it just yeah. come? You know what? I, I, think, thing? I think everything I do is a direct reflection of... Uh, Tom Petty and Don Williams and uh, Johnny Cash and Chris and John Prine and those cats because I grew up listening to them, you know, like Bob Dylan, those guys, they were all such huge influences. So I think everything I do and everything I love is a direct reflection of the music they made. So who did you bring in the studio with you on this? That was just me playing guitar and my producer, Paul Compton, and uh, an amazing guitar player named John Conley, who uh, played the electric guitar. And then I asked Savannah Conley. She's been out touring with Brandy Carlisle and Brent Cobb, and she's just an amazing singer. And I've known her since she was a little girl. And I was like, hey, will you sing with me on this? And she uh, politely agreed to do it. And so, you know, I was really proud of it. It's not what I would call super radio friendly. Yeah, I would say it's not radio friendly at all. But in the modern era, yeah. do you think there's a place for you know what? people I to think find this uh, kind of song? I hope there is. You know, I knew when I wrote that 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 wasn't going to be a radio hit. I was doing a show down in St. Augustine, Florida last year, and one of them, my fellow songwriters that I'd known for a year, he came up to me and he said, man, I just went through rehab because of your song. If it did nothing else but that, then it's worth it, you know, but I've had several that get my album that that's their favorite thing, you know, that listen to it. It's like, I can't stop crying, you know, because that's something that I went through or it's something that I'm going through now. But then they hear songs like Alabama Clay and, you know, I, I didn't make this album for radio. I made it for me and my fans. So it's like, if it never gets played on radio, then uh, I'm still proud of it. It is a rock bottom feeling yeah. in the song. Yes. Yeah, well, it's about being on rock bottom. And I didn't hide from that. I let myself be vulnerable. But, you know, it's funny when the minute I got through writing that song it was a healing and finishing that song that every day got a little better from that point on because i think i hadn't got it out until i wrote that song 
It gave you closure. Yeah. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.